Welcome back, every single one of you, all of you, every one of you, especially Allison. <laughs> yeah, this is what happens what to me sometimes. <laughs> that happens to me sometimes. And sometimes he'll do it straight to the phone. He'll stare at the phone with a smile? Oh, guys, you should see how happy he is to read to you today. Hey, everybody, this is Chip. Today is day 194. Thanks, Jim. We're going to read <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 5, mm -hmm. verse 4 through yeah. Jeremiah 6, 15. Sound good? That's honestly, okay. that sounds great. Yeah, I wouldn't change it. Don't be fickle like about it. it. I Why are we doing that? <laughs> doing what? Being awfully fickle over there, Chip. Hey. Why is fickle so funny? Don't ever say that about me. We all know why it's funny. Let's not even <laughs> pretend like we don't know why it's funny. Hey, we have Alice joining us again today, Eric. Is <laughs> that going to be a thing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Chip, Chip and Eric <laughs> and friends. And friends. Wouldn't that be great? We need to think about that. That needs a theme song. We need to really think about that. Chip and Eric and friends. And you gotta have like a yeah, you gotta have like a dinosaur on a skateboard or like yeah, like some red looking triangles with a white background. Eric with a little puppy. Yeah, sure. Maybe a bird. Michael wants a macaw. Let's give him a macaw. I want to. Oh, I really do. Why not? If I got Micah a macaw, like a baby macaw tomorrow, it would die when he was like eighty-five. Oh my. Okay. That's a commitment. Yeah. That's wow. his whole life. That's a he's commitment. Got, someone was like, well, you know he's <laughs> you not going to take it to college. I'm like, then he's not going then to college. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Micah. Hey, anyway. Okay. Micah and his bird. We're back. Then I said, but what can we expect from the poor? They're ignorant. They don't know the ways of the Lord. They don't understand God's laws. So I will go and speak to their leaders. Surely they know the ways of the Lord and understand God's laws. But the leaders, too, as one man, had thrown off God's yoke and broken his chains. So now a lion from the forest will attack them. A wolf from the desert will pounce on them. A leopard will lurk near their towns, tearing apart anyone, any who dare to venture out. For the rebellion is great, and their sins are many. How can I pardon you? For even your children have turned from me. They have sworn by gods that are not gods at all. I fed my people until they were full. But they thanked me by committing adultery and lining up at the brothels. They are well-fed, lusty stallions, each neighing for his neighbor's wife. Should I not punish them for this, says the Lord? Should I not avenge myself against such a nation? Go down the rows of the vineyards and destroy the grapevines, leaving a scattered few alive. Strip the branches from the vines, for these people do not belong to the Lord. The people of Israel and Judah are full of treachery against me, says the Lord. They have lied about the Lord and said, He won't bother us. No disasters will come upon us. Uh, there'll be no war or famine. God's prophets are all windbags who do not really speak for him. Let their predictions of disaster fall on themselves. Therefore, this is what the Lord, Lord God of heaven's army says. Because the people are talking like this, my messages will flame out of your mouth and burn the people like kindling wood. O Israel, I will bring a distant nation against you, says the Lord. It is a mighty nation, an ancient nation, a people whose language you do not know, whose speech you cannot understand. Their weapons are deadly. Their warriors are mighty. They will devour the food of your harvest. They will devour your sons and daughters. They will devour your flocks and herds. They will devour your grapes and figs. They will destroy your fortified towns, which you think are so safe. Yet even in those days, I will not blot you out completely, says the Lord. And when your people ask, why did the Lord our God do all this to us? You must reply, you rejected him and gave yourselves to foreign gods in your own land. Now you will serve foreigners in a land that is not your own. Make this announcement to Israel and say this to Judah. Listen, you foolish and senseless people with eyes that do not see and ears that do not hear. Have you no respect for me? Why don't you tremble in my presence? 
I, the Lord, define the ocean's sandy shoreline as an everlasting boundary that waters cannot cross. The waves may toss and roar, but they can never pass from the, the boundaries I set. But my people have stubborn and rebellious hearts. They have turned away and abandoned me. They do not say from the heart, let us live in awe of the Lord our God, for he gives us rain each spring and fall, assuring us of a harvest when the time is right. Your wickedness has deprived you of these wonderful things, these wonderful blessings. Your sin has robbed you of all these good things. Among my people are wicked men who lie and wait for victims like a hunter hiding and blind. They continually set traps to catch people. Like a cage filled with birds, their homes are filled with evil plots. And now they are, a great, they are great and rich. They are fat and sleek, and there is no limit to their wicked deeds. They refuse to provide justice to orphans and deny the rights to, of the poor. Should I not punish them for this, says the Lord? Should I not avenge myself against such a nation? A horrible and shocking thing has happened in this land. The prophets give false prophecies, and the priests rule with an iron hand. Worse yet, my people like it that way. But what will you do when the end comes? Run for your lives, you people of Benjamin. Get out of Jerusalem. Sound the alarm in Tekoa. Send up a signal at Beth Hakarim. A powerful army is coming from the north, coming with disaster and destruction. Oh, Jerusalem, you are my beautiful and delicate daughter, but I will destroy you. Enemies will surround you like shepherds camped around the city. Each chooses a place for his troops to devour. They shout, prepare for battle, attack at noon. No, it's too late. For the day is fading and the evening shadows are falling. Well then, let's attack at night and destroy their palaces. This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies says. Cut down the trees for battering rams. Build siege ramps against the walls of Jerusalem. This is the city to be punished, for she is wicked through and through. She spouts evil like a fountain. Her streets echo with the sounds of violence and destruction. I always see her sickness and sores. Listen to this warning, Jerusalem, or I will turn from you in disgust. Listen, or I will turn you into a heap of ruins, a land where no one lives. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Even a few who remain in Israel would be picked over again, as when a harvester checks each vine a second time, to pick the grapes that were missed. To whom can I give warning? Who will listen when I speak? Their ears are closed and they cannot hear. They scorn the word of the Lord and they don't want to listen at all. So now I am filled with the Lord's fury. Yes, I am tired of holding it in. I will pour out my fury on children playing in the streets and on gatherings of young men, and on husbands and wives, and on those who are old and gray. Their homes will be turned over to their enemies, as will their fields and their wives, for I will raise my powerful fist against the people of this land, says the Lord. From the least to the greatest, their lives are ruled by greed. From prophets to priests, they are all frauds. They offer superficial treatments for my people's mortal wound. They give assurance of peace where there is no peace. Are they ashamed of their disgusting actions? Not at all. They don't even know how to blush. Therefore, they will lie among the slaughtered. They will be brought down when I punish them, says the Lord. And, and that, that is our reading today. today. Wow. It is. That is our reading today. Yes, it is. Okay, Chip. Mm-hmm. What's this reading tell us about God? Okay. There's many things in here. I want to focus on this one. God expects us to tremble in his presence. Mm. Even even ask him, why don't you tremble in my presence? Mm. God expects it um, because he deserves it. He's worth it. You know, it's that whole idea of fear of the Lord, that respect, that reverence for who he is, mm. what he has done, what he will do, what he can do. You know, and so God expects us to tremble in his presence, to have that healthy respect, that healthy fear of him. And it's clearly they've lost that. Yeah. They had it. They've lost it. 
and and we could easily lose it you know if we're not aware of it so tremble in his presence allow god to bring us to a place where we respect him we revere revere him we're in awe of him and that motivates us to do what we're called to do because of who he is yeah um you look at like when people meet god or you know i think of the the mount of transfiguration right and jesus is up there with a select few disciples and the moment he's transfigured they just hit their faces on the ground right and even john like like uh during the book of revelation when john gets called up to heaven he's looking and seeing like all of these magnificent things but as soon as he sees the one face hits the ground right like it's like it's like you can't help it but God's own people in this reading, yeah. right? And and oftentimes today, it's like if God isn't standing directly before us with his glory shining in our faces, it's like we can just, okay, out of sight, out of mind, right? Mm. Like I have eyes that don't see, yeah. you know? I just, you know, to go along with what you said, I just, this, and it's all the way at the end, but are they ashamed of their disgusting actions? Not at all. They don't even know how to blush, like they should be ashamed, but they don't even have the physical ability to be embarrassed or to show any contrition or sorrow for their sins. And at first it's like, oh man, they're in a really bad place. But then you can look at the church as a whole. You can look at like the capital C church in this world and we see that. You can look in our communities and see that. You can look in our homes and see that. And you can look in your heart and see that, that you don't even... I don't even, Eric doesn't even, I don't even know how to be disgusted by my own sin in the way that God desires for me, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, I think that says something about us for sure, you know? We should tremble in the presence of the Lord, and the longer we spend away from Him, the further we wander from Him, the less we even have that reflex Mm. toward our sin and the things that are causing division with us. I think of my time when I was really far from God, you know, and he, he didn't move. I moved, you know, I tell that story often, but like at first, you know, getting drunk every night to try to push aside my woes. At first there was guilt that came with that. Then after a while there wasn't, it was just normal. And it was just like a normal, regular thing for me Mm -hmm. to just push my, push my hardships away, not by seeking after God, but by, you know, prostituting myself to alcohol, you know, and, uh, in doing that, I, I lost the reflex of even understanding how shameful that was. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where they are yeah. as a nation, and we can definitely get there individually. But what's beautiful is when that's we true. when we come back and we relearn that reflex of trembling, we find a loving God who wants to heal us and restore us. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Allison? You know, I'm going to take this one from my dad. Okay. He says to me once, you know, God doesn't leave you, but you can get to a point where you don't hear him. Hmm. When you get to where you can get so far from God that you're, you're not hearing him. And that's what you're saying. Yeah. You know, when you said in a recent podcast, you got to realize that some people just don't know him. And that's why they, they don't have that fear. They don't have that reverence. And the more we spend in his word mm-hmm. close to him, the more we do have that reverence. You know, it's so easy, like you said... First you feel guilty, then you don't feel anything. It's I'm getting to where I don't even hear him anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I, I, well, 
I yeah. don't even fear. I don't have. I have no reference. And there's even a verse here that we read today. They don't want to listen at all. Right. They get yeah. to that point. They just don't want it. To, they just and that point comes quicker than I think we realize, mm-hmm. because that's what our I've world. You know, I've seen it. Yep. our world is there, and we can easily mm-hmm. get there um, if we don't. If we're not intentional about yeah. staying in the Word and surrounding ourselves with people who, yeah. and, you know, encourage us to. Right. I think that's close. such a good point that like if you're not intentional about staying where you do want to listen you'll automatically default to where you don't want to listen mm-hmm. and so that means that there's infinite paths away from god mm-hmm. and only one path toward god which is why jesus called it a narrow path that's hard to find whereas everyone finds the I mean, it's easy to find the broad path to destruction mm-hmm. that's the one we're born on that's the one we default to that's the one we run back to and that's what where judah was and we see how it works out for them, and so often we see how it works out for us today. Mm-hmm. We do that too. Good point. Yeah. Good. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. No problem at all, Chip. Good. Allison, any yeah, problem? Not a problem. Do you like not, joining us? I do like joining okay, you. I good. hope they like me being here. Get oh. Chip and Eric and friends. We and should, friends. Yeah, well, that should be a thing. Chip and Eric. We should think about that. I can that. hear friends. the song. We should yeah. pray about head, that. Like, we should really consider yeah. that. Let's, yeah, yeah, Chip and Eric and friends. Yeah. That is fun. Comment on everybody. Alex, what do you think about that? About Allison being on the show today. Oh, gosh. If you have something bad to say, don't. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I'll, I'll cry. She'll delete it. I'll hurt. I will delete it. I have the power. <laughs> she has the power. Yeah, just send us a private message. She won't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you please not have Allison back? Heike, by the way, we're almost done with your chocolate. So if you get a hand. <laughs> so we're on subscribe and save. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We are. Do we get a discount? We want you to know that. No, man, she takes care of us. We're getting pretty close, just so you know. It's been a huge blessing, so thank you. It has been. It kept us going. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah, it is good. Today's Amazon Prime Day, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. Wow. Subscribe and save. Subscribe and save. Well, brought to you by Amazon, apparently. (laughs) Wow. Chip and egg and friends. (laughs) Hey, I like that. It's cute. It's fun. Think about it. Who are our friends? Planting a church next year, man. I... We're going to need some friends to help us. We will. Yeah. We have we'll friends. Some. We do have friends. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys do. <laughs> I think we're all friends, aren't we? Cool. All right. Hey. We got to go. I got to leave by we gotta two. Go. We got to go. <laughs> I'm way over my limit. He's got to go. She's got to go. I got to go. We got to go. Everybody's got to go. They got to go.